You are welcome to the Niger Filmmaker, a podcast about Nigerian filmmakers, their films, and how we can build a diverse and functional industry. If you're a new listener, you're welcome, and I hope you enjoy. Today, I'm your guest host, Mr. C, from Iwoko And if you're wondering where Seda is, come your nerves, he's here too. Today is a special episode. Uh, we're going to be talking about finding Indira. And um, we have two guests today. One of them is the usual host, Sele, and with me also is uh, the person who plays Dara Blessing. Please, can both of you introduce yourself in, um, tell us tell us your relation with uh, Finding Dara, like what role you play in, um, in, the, in the web series. Let's start with Blessing, please. Okay, hi. Uh, my name is Blessing Zero. As earlier I mentioned, um, I played the role of Idara, the lead role in Finding Idara. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so, uh, how many hats are you wearing um, for 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 this project? I mean, I didn't bother counting, but um, yeah, I'm Sele. Sele got um, the director, producer co-writer, editor, um, colorist, and maybe something else that I've missed. Amazing. Is that, is that, can you, is that because of cost or is that because of it? Was that a creative decision or a combination of the two? Um, I mean, I think, okay. Yeah. I missed, um, DOP, but yeah, I think DOP came down to costs. Um, Largely, yeah, is um, because of costs, you know, like for me, there's something that, you know, working with other people brings and um, it's always tricky trying to, you know, get people to come on a project. Like if the reality is that there's no money, there's no money. And um, unless something else is motivating the person, then yeah, I might as well just do myself and get the result at the end. And then that, that actually makes sense. I have recognized that this is quite a this is quite the standard now for a lot of up and coming filmmakers. If you're going to if you're going to get your work out there with the with the cheapest kind of cost, is to learn how to do a lot of things yourself. Um, blessing, how was how did you um, come out? How how did you get to do this role? Do you remember your 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 journey? Um, it, it's been it's been actually very interesting just following what I can see of your career in terms of in terms of like um, the auditions and the, well your challenges and uh, I see I see you go on on rattlesnake the rattlesnake challenge. Um, can you tell us like sort of is give us a snapshot of your journey from from essentially the non actor before you got on screen to to find the finding in their projects um okay so it started initially with um stage back in school so um yeah the say love or passion for acting rather grew um on stage before i got like my first um role in school and i was like oh you know I could really, I could really do this, you know. I could also go into film as well. And after that first role, the next, the next, um, the next thing was the challenge, the rattlesnake challenge, which you saw. So after school, I jumped on that immediately because that was like right after school. So I jumped on that, knowing that you know I'd already 
I'd already developed this <laughs> love and say passion for acting and everything. I jumped right on the rattlesnake challenge and surprisingly to me, I, you know, I was part of the winners, the top top three. So that was like my first um, major gig. So I was like, I was really excited and everything. And yeah, that was a push also, I'd say for me. So it was from there, it was just any you know anything you feel like you can jump on jump on and yeah so i came across um Selet on another set and then um i went for his audition for finding idara and yeah i'd say fortunately for me i was um I was selected as the to play the lead role and yeah nice, but it's been a nice. smooth ride i'd say it's been a smooth Would ride you you would say it's a smooth right yeah and that's that's not something i often hear uh, yeah, exactly contrary to what people other people think for me it's been like a smooth ride because i've had a lot of support um family friends every everybody i've you know known that has been in the film industry has just been one form of push for me and yeah so contrary to really what people think, I'd say for myself that it's been quite smooth. I mean, they're like, they're, they're down times, don't get me wrong, but like, yeah, it's been quite smooth. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, so was there a particular thing, not to put you on the spot, mm -hmm. but was there a particular thing that you saw during uh, uh, Blessings Audition that made you go, yeah, this is what I'm looking for in my direct character? Um, I mean, like, I think maybe two reasons. So, first of all, like, um, like blessing kind of fits the look and the age bracket that I was looking for, and I guess another thing was, um, this kind of I guess certainty in, you know, kind of reading our lines and I guess basically acting. So, there are people that don't. That when they're doing auditions they don't like kind of own those words so yeah like mm -hmm. um was looking for somebody that can you know kind of carry on this character part of it is owning the words making it yours and yeah like i saw that during blessings audition yes i will we'll get to some of the uh actually we'll get to some, the performances from because i've seen um the the series and i i thought you were I'm very, very good in it, blessing. Um, and I, I'm, I'm very. I can't really wait to see where uh, your career goes from here in, in terms of the tra trajectory. I like the trajectory, so and I can only see you getting um, uh, even like getting more and more roles. Uh, but uh, before we even go into all of that, uh, Sela. Web series, why web series for a start? And also, did you notice that a lot of the web series, your web series peers are usually doing rom romantic stuff? Uh, what made you go for like a, this different route with like a mystery, almost like a whodunit um, type thing? Yeah, so um, I mean, web series, I think, I mean, like I've, I've done a lot of shots, I've been on a lot of short film projects, you know. Um, whether directing it, producing it, just doing different crew roles. And yeah, like I wanted something different. And I mean, the plan with even the funders for this um, Finding Idara was, you know, to build 
to like lay the foundation for something and you know you cultivate the audience in the first season and you you know keep making stuff and you know carry them along um for me like choosing the genre like i would say first of all like i've always loved um police procedural so um you know i was always going to like kind of find a way to um put um some form of police in the whole story and um kind of some of the directors that i look up to um i mean part of it is kind of me liking um psychological drama you know just exploring the human mind how you know people relate with each other and all that and yeah it fascinates me and um to be honest like yeah rom-com is there and it you know it's well i've seen a lot of it in the nigerian space and yeah for me i don't think i have anything to offer there i don't have much to offer and um you know just yeah i guess staying true to myself and you know um trying to do this and yeah okay and uh, no that that that's actually it's a breath of fresh air anyway for for some of us who who watch a lot of these things i when well, i say some of us i i don't consume too much web series but uh the ones i have uh, and i like so, uh, a couple of this web series but like there's certainly been a, a gap in there some of them are still coming up we've started seeing a couple but it's good to have uh, diversity so thanks for this could you just even give us like a broad uh, snapshot of like the premise of finding idara okay so yeah like um finding idara is basically um a story about a youth copper um she goes to camp and she meets these different people and yeah there's an incident and she goes missing and then yeah we have inspector uzo who is the police officer who kind of makes it a deal to like get to the root of everything and find find out what really happened to idara exploring how missing person cases are treated in nigeria and you know fusing that with um a very relatable relatable um experience for many people which is national youth service yeah like i thought that was unique and yeah i thought it would be good it's, it's, to explore it's funny you mentioned re relatable um to one of the only people who hasn't done youth service uh, mm -hmm. yet however because i was seeing mrs c at the time yeah. um, when the love was this week, you know when the love is this week you're like messaging you're giving every the download of everything that is going on at that time yeah. so actually it was actually very interesting for me to almost feel like oh i'm i know i know a lot of the the things that are going on here which i was actually uh, shocked by because number one I, I i couldn't remember all of all of those i i wasn't sure i remembered all of those um so her experiences as she had described them mm. but what was it about um is there something for first of all for you blessing what was it like putting on the dreaded khakis i imagine sometime after did this uh was this did this trigger uh some suppressed memories was it just uh yes i'm, I'm back in 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 this character what was it like 
Oh, definitely triggered memories, you know, from <laughs> the NYC camp. And I think that is one of that was one of the reasons why I was able to really um, soak myself into this character because um, pretty much who Idara was in the series is pretty much who I was, you know, just by myself, two friends. Although, like, in reality, in my case, it was, you know, two girls. But in finding Indara, mm. it was pretty much very relatable. And I was able to, like, soak myself into this character because she was like me. You know, I was just... And plus, I'm a risk taker and everything. So, like, I really love risk and everything. So it was it was pretty much fun to find myself in, in that um, khaki again. So, yeah, it did trigger That's- memories. <laughs> That's actually interesting that you, you, you see yourself as a risk taker because um, I, I look at uh, having seen the series and I don't want to give away anything at all um, because the mystery is part of the fun of watching it. But um, there are certain traits that um, that uh, Idara has that um, I might, I don't know, loosely know in you. There's this like almost grind that they, um, that they both have um, I don't, you know, obviously, uh, the the ram, rattlesnake challenge is not the only one I imagine you had you had done at the time. I think you also did a king of birds one, yes. 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 So, like, in terms of like this grind, uh, that also like I, I think I saw in Idara. What was it like, sort of drawing experiences from um, your your um, your sort of life to to give to breathe into character like Idara because I think like it, it really shows in a lot of the small things I think the writing allows you to do it as well but like there are ways that I'm not joking and this might seem silly to some people listening but like there's a way that Blessing even reads books where I feel like oh no like this person is a, you know like this person is is number one actually reading the book but like there's a grind behind the personality behind like and i've seen you in other things i've seen you in a couple of shorts like i just haven't seen you like i have seen you in this series so essentially what i'm asking the question is like what are things you drew from your personal life to, to put into the character um yeah yeah the short answer is yes there was yes okay yes so that one thing i noticed about the the, the show is the casting choice like Almost every every lead character, I guess, is very distinct. Like I think you could probably say something if I was going to describe um, any one of them. Yeah. There's like two words or three words you could use to like pick um, um, one person out. Like oh, you know, the one with the deep voice. Um, you know, the uh, the super soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, like that that kind of thing. Like was that part of is this like was was that intentional in the intentional in the casting or um was that just a stroke of luck yeah like um i mean yeah like even with the characterization we had like different um archetypes we wanted to work with and for the casting it was kind of really important that these people i mean you're looking at them first first like first time you're looking at them and you kind of immediately believe that these people are in this situation rather than you know 
it's taking a lot of convincing and yeah like it was really it was really um yeah key for me you know all these building blocks they kind of come together to create this character and yeah like with the casting i really wanted to get some of that um work done there yeah with the casting okay uh blessing was there is there anything you sort of learned from your experience um on, on set shooting with this um even it whether it be um something more um something like uh, i don't know skill set within a skill or something you just learned about yourself in the process of um of shooting um learned about myself yeah i'd i'd say but um generally in the whole set i really like learned about you know the importance of togetherness because that's one thing that was very very prominent on um <clears throat> on the set of finding it and it's it brought about like you know progress like um quick progress and everything and it was really something it was really something for me because i had been like on other sets prior to that and how you know things can just really get disorganized and you have one thing planned out for you know your set and then like um during production things are just like going ay and everything but like the way everybody's hands were just down on everything from makeup to set design to everything it was just on point and um that was like because of the togetherness that I, you know, just mentioned. And yeah, that really stood out for me. And I just learned like the importance, you know, and how far it helps a lot, yeah. Yeah, I, I also noticed that you, uh, for some of the, sh the sh a short you did before that you wrote that, are you still interested in writing or would you, is that just part of the, creating work for yourself um, type of thing or would you is that something you're interested you're interested in doing in the long term yeah definitely it's um something i'm definitely yeah. interested in i have like a whole lot of things written down just you know hiding my system but yeah it's... now i have to ask you because now i i guess i have two writers in front of me um and <laughs> given that you you've um yeah, the, the work you've just been on, like, was were, were there things that you 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 picked up, or was this something that like tickled you from from any of the writing in the fact that you there? I don't know. It's it's difficult to talk about this because obviously someone is trying not to spoil um, certain things. We've given a given the premise and that's all. But I'm I'm just curious whether there was anything like um, that. I know definitely during um, finding Indara, there were things almost like I was already like seeing the future like in my mind. I was almost like already writing, <laughs> you know, season two for um, Stella because there's just ask. a vast, there's just a lot of like things that could come out of, you know, <clears throat> just looking for Idara, you know, even without, you know, the presence of Idara, just a lot of things shady mm. ugly good things that could come out of it and let's just say i was like even like ahead of finding adara whilst on set that, that sounds like Sarah, that sounds like a, a good um you know when somebody gets so involved in 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 you know the world and they start looking out you know looking to outside of it in fact yeah. i'm just looking to outside of it, that they can see 
past the actual writing that you've done. I think that's a high praise. And that's sort of one of the, one of the things I was thinking about because um, by the time it ends, uh, everybody will be thinking, well, people who have watched it to the end will suddenly be thinking about a season two. Um, do you have anything in the works at all? I tend to be one of those people that just breaks hearts uh, after we finish watching a season and you're like, oh, we're waiting for the next one and uh, it, it never comes out. Do you, do you have things in the works? Or do you, do you want people, is, does this need to do well? Um, um, in, in a larger sense, like this was kind of like a proof of concept. So um, there was always going to be a season two. Um, basically, I'm like weeks away from like starting the workshop for that. Um, of course, like, I have to raise funding and all that, and I hope I'll do it in a swift fashion. Um, um, but yeah, like, definitely there's a season two, and yeah, hopefully it comes sooner than later. Right, so, I mean, like, funding is actually an interesting part of doing web series because this is something that, you know, is, you're not, people are not going to, it's free for everyone who wants to watch, right? Mm -hmm. Anybody who wants to watch it, you just go on YouTube um, and, and, and and watch it for free. So uh, are, are we hoping for, um, is this a, is this ad revenue from YouTube or is this, are we hoping, is there, is there other source like, just for somebody who might be wanting to do this in the future, maybe it's, you know, there's, there's, um, there's a there's a there's a small seller upcoming seller thinking about writing a, a web series uh, or or even maybe a blessing thinking about writing a it's like what's what's that um, what's that like in terms of financing and funding a series that you plan to put on the web series essentially for free? Yeah, I think um, I mean it depends on you know what like different people want, but like for me. I mean, the YouTube ad revenue is by the side. It's not the main thing. Um, I mean, I don't know where season two is going to go to, but yeah, basically, um, different people like kind of um, were suggesting, you know, that I could go to different streaming services. But what was quite important for me was to make this like available for everybody to watch. You know, again, you know, while building this world, you don't want to. You want people to catch up as fast as they can, you know, um, in preparation for the next thing. And um, yeah, for me, like I'm just going to like employ a lot of different, you know, fundraising techniques, whether it's, um, you know, brand placements and all that. But, you know, um, I think, yeah, there's no point. There's no point discounting any particular um tactic in raising funds whether it's the investors or the um, business atmosphere whatever is going to disappoint you will disappoint you so you shouldn't you know start um, you know reducing your options from the beginning but yeah I'll, I'll definitely say that um, you know starting stuff out at some point you might just need to you know fund it yourself um there's the momentum like there's a moment momentum that you build with like being on the move starting something you know it's easier for people to come on board rather than you just being in one place oh i want to do this i want to do this it's quite different you know 
from actually doing it. Okay. Yeah. Um, what what was the location for uh, for doing this? Because like it it really gave off that um, um, again as somebody who has never served, but like this is exactly what I pictured. Um, uh, so camp the the service part of camp, camp to look like. Um, so where, where did what were the location? I think you, you shot in ABJ, right? Yeah, or parts of it in ABJ. Yeah, we shot everything all in of it ABJ. In... Okay, yeah, it has some. It's very um, nice to see, really beautiful landscapes um, uh, for for the parts that unfortunately where uh, unfortunate things happen in in, in this area, but very beautiful uh, where where it happens. There was that. Um, what was, what was that like shooting? Have you shot in locations like that? Blessing before, like in, in terms of like in just the, um, the out wild, <laughs> the the wild, the not quite the wild, but you know what I mean. It's, it's yeah, not, it's not common. Like we get those kind of things. Usually, we're shooting indoors inside yeah. inside rooms. Yeah. Um. No, actually, finding an arrow was you know, was was what took me to that type of set location I've never actually and that's like one of the beautiful things about you know acting you just get to be in like different places and different personalities and it takes you out of yourself for a bit and yeah that sellers um finding it out rather was was what took me to the wild quote unquote yeah <laughs> Yeah, and what were the um, like what what uh, so what um, what's the exact place you used the place that looked like domes were they actually domes because um, they they something gave dome vibes. Yeah, um, so basically, yeah, we shot across like four area councils. That's like local government. So that's Kuje, Buari, and um, the main Abuja municipal. But um, for the for the camp location, yeah, that was an actual secondary school, and I mean it's still the same vibe, you know, not mm. a lot of caretaking, you know, just the basics and yeah, but yeah, like um, again for me, like I, I really wanted the locations to feel real. I could have taken this um movie to shoot in it, like. Would I say a posh secondary school and it's not feel the same, you know? Basically, mm -hmm. like National Youth Service is essentially like about survival, yeah. And um, you make the most with what you see, and maybe that's part of what I also related to it. At least yeah. I have I have that experience. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I, I was asking whether uh, was there problems with getting permissions to shoot there, or was was that smooth sailing? Um, yeah so like um so because yeah i produced so what i tried to do was just kind of get everything sorted before we started shooting but um you know we didn't have um backup location so i think we're we're kind Ooh. of um lucky you know trying like just getting those locations and securing it and maintaining those relationships um yeah nothing nothing we didn't misbehave ourselves or something. So yeah, we pretty much retained okay. everything and um yeah we successfully shot at the different locations that um we got. I mean for for one or two we probably snuck snuck in to shoot. You know, we didn't follow 
right. um, official guidelines. Guidelines, you know. So, yeah, it's, it's yeah. We'll do anything like to get get the results. It's part, it's part of the experience. Okay, it's at this point where um, I said this, but who knows? Uh, where Stella usually touches his guests by asking them three random things uh, about them. Uh, just blessings so that uh, you have some time. I'm going to ask Stella first. Um, uh, Stella, can you give us three um, r- random uh, true things about you that people don't usually know? Okay. I mean, I'll be asking these questions, but I never... Talk. Yeah, you've been asking this question for like a, a whole season, so uh, I expect... <laughs> expect you to know yeah okay um so yeah the first fact is that i speak french okay yeah, oui, oui. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> all right um what else what do people usually say when i ask them <laughs> <laughs> if it's a guy again like yeah i know how to cook yeah mm. <laughs> i can cook um I just watched. Okay. Um, yeah, like I like reading a lot. Um, last year I read about eighty-four books, which I'll never do again. <laughs> what? Eighty-four <laughs> books? Yeah. Okay. And I then, don't know how you you keep track of that, but okay. Yeah, good reads. That's how I keep track. Um, oh, okay. final yes, fact is um. Hmm. Blessing, happy thinking of yours. <laughs> oh well. So, how do you feel? This is why you put your. This is why you put your um your your guest through. Okay, so yeah, in another life, I was kind of um like a therapist. Wow. Yeah, okay. Breaking no, up nice, like nice. more than a thousand hours. So. More than a thousand hours. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, some of my guests have said that, you know, after, you know, recording their episodes on the Niger Filmmaker, they felt like they just went to therapy. That actually makes sense. Yeah. Yes. Uh, things things are beginning to fall into, fall into place. All right. Okay. Blessing. Um, Three random strange facts about you. Strange. I wouldn't say they're strange, but yeah, I mean, it's just what I could think of. And I could only think of two for now. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully whilst I'm saying this, the third one comes up. But um, the first one is I'm I'm an introvert. And why, why that is strange? Because most people always see me outside, almost see, always see me like doing something outside, you know, my personal space. But yeah, I'm I'm actually like an extreme introvert. I love my personal space. I know it's kind of like in contrast with what you know acting really is. But yeah, um, when I'm not acting, when I'm not on set, when I'm not working, I am <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely an introvert. I don't like the I like the outside life, but just quiet spaces basically. <laughs> Um, then second thing is what people don't know. I'm very, uh, yeah, so I'm very, um, flexible. I've been really, really with production that would help me to show this to the world or, you know, something that requires, 
you know, compact or just something basically that would help me show this um, part of me, my flexibility. And yeah, and you mentioned one earlier that a lot of people don't know because a lot of people see the actor and they don't really see the writer side of me. So, yeah. Right. Okay. All right. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll let you off with that. Um, by the way, 100% believe you're an introvert. Um, although, like, maybe before, just now seeing you, I guess, but maybe, yeah, if, if you just see her. You know what? Idara probably gives us... Hmm, it's difficult to know actually you guys are just going to have to watch it and, and see yourself but yes but given seeing you now 100 percent believe but uh, do you do you also do modeling is that something you're you do as a job or yes yeah kind of thing yeah so, see, there's um, just many things about you <laughs> just coming out is that is that something you is, is that just something also like to do whilst um whilst you um, hopefully you catch more acting or writing gigs or is that also just something you really you, you, you're into and you want to do also going forward um, in the long term modeling really just modeling really just hit me in the face you know I was not <laughs> I was not really aware it's just from uh, oh I'd like you to you know model for my brand and then before you know it I'm putting up like <laughs> rate cards and everything but yeah it really just hit me in the face you know whilst i was acting and yeah it's also something i enjoy too on side yeah something i i and this is to go to not just your looks you're a very beautiful person also whilst i was watching finding idara i was like if there's a genevieve biopic in the next few years and you don't get picks, the casting director should be fired. I, I've got a lot of that too, I have. <laughs> yes, right. I, of course, of course you've gotten a lot of that. Like, I, I, I dare anyone to watch this and not think that. And like I said, it's not just because, uh, not just because of the looks. I think that there's something about, um, there's your more quiet um, mannerisms in, in, in the acting, the style of the acting, in, in, especially in Finding Dara. That that really reminds me a lot of like prime Genevieve. Um, so I guess I, that, there's no real question in there. That's just a comment. <laughs> but I, I guess like well, you you've you've had that you've had you've had that before, I presume. Yes, yes, a, a lot. Yeah. I have. Okay. All right. Um, uh, Sada, what um, what were some of the things that came across on set that you probably weren't expecting like were there any challenges uh, or were there any like things that went more smoothly than expected uh, that you just weren't expecting to go in such direction hmm. are, the, are the people even have expectations when she's taking <laughs> in Nigeria is it just like you you go in with blank slate and you're like look whatever comes my way comes my way I take it yeah I mean like when you're like planning for something like this if you don't deal with stuff in pre-production you know it, it definitely comes up and um like for me i at some point that you know i was even considering like oh am, am i not am i not shoot a lot of stuff because shooting in Nigeria is stressful like for me i feel 
in the world there are more efficient ways of doing this thing why do i have to do it at such a rudimentary level here you know so um anything that's going to kind of um make my life easier i do it so again like i'm this kind of person that i plan for the worst so um that that kind of helped with finding idara and uh, definitely surprises you know because we needed like a set of um extras in two very different locations um you know trying to get those people to keep coming back because again your basically what what we did was we went to this um environment and then yeah we kind of um sourced our extras and when we needed to go to another location you know trying to get them invested again it's a it's a low budget mm-hmm. project you know um yeah, that was definitely tricky. That was definitely tricky, and um, I mean, I'm just, you learn practical lessons, and your intuition tells you stuff. So I think it's about listening to your intuition, and people around you also would, um, you know, point out some stuff to you. So I think it's also about like listening to those people. But say, man, there was we didn't have any option. We just had to like get finding a diary made so you know we showed up late to sets you know everybody picked up the slack and we got what we needed to get to um you know yeah everybody just showed up we're all in the trenches and i think that was what was important important not that one person was sitting commanding everybody around and um yeah we were hydrating ourselves, eating well and all that. And I think you just you just try to, you know, look for ways to motivate people. Once people are motivated, they can do anything. And yeah, that's what I've learned and you know, I'll keep carrying it into future um, projects. Yeah. Okay. Um blessing you you confessed here live on okay not live for people listening but on the nigeria filmmaker podcast that you are an introvert uh how have you have you ever thought about what happens if your career goes well as i believe that it will um how you deal with um um being famous and um and does that is that something that worries you yes definitely <laughs> definitely worries me um but um yeah i've thought about it a lot actually uh and a part of me still says you'd be able to cope <laughs> but the introvert says are you sure about this and you know that's one thing that is really clashing with um my car like who i am right now and i'm just I'm just thinking to myself and uh but basically for now I have uh an objective and whilst running towards it I just say you know uh we'll cross that bridge when we get there okay uh, um so um, your introversion is it like are you an ambivert or your on the on the introversion side, <laughs> the definitely the introversion side because okay. it's like the, the therapist is out. Yeah, I'd say, but um, 
I mean, we'll just we'll just cross that bridge when we get there. Uh, okay. Um, uh, I, I'd have to ask um, both of you. Like, are there any um, who are the people in Nollywood's type of work that you admire? It doesn't have to be an, an actor or a big star, even or like it could just be a crew member or maybe even someone on a personal personal relationship. Are there people out there that like? That, yeah, you are just wild by either their skill or their personhood. Uh, for uh, the, I can't. Yeah, for the longest time. Yeah, go on, blessing. Yeah, for the longest time, it's been hmm. um, Adisoa. Um, yeah, Adisoa Valentin. So it's, yeah, it's just basically her style of acting and. Um, she's taught me a lot <laughs> by YouTube. She probably doesn't know me. I wish to see her one day, but like, um, yeah, she's taught me a lot via YouTube and her style of acting as well. Her um, authenticity when she's acting like natural, she's very natural and everything is what I really carry, you know, with me. And yeah, she's one person I also look up to as an actor. And in terms of work, yeah, workspace, um, I'd say Ramsey, Ramsey Noah. And because not, this is because um, I worked with him, not worked with him, but, you know, I've been on set with him and I was fortunate to intern as well with him. And work-wise, I'd say Ramsey, yeah. Actor, director, Ramsey, producer as well, yeah. Okay. Salem, what about you? What about me? Have I, have I thought about this? Uh, <laughs> hey. You had a whole, the whole of Blessing's answer to think of one. I don't even feel sorry for you. Mm. <laughs> um, I mean, I'd say... Again, it's not it's not meant to be a definitive answer or a deep answer, but I'll I'll say just going off what blessing I said, um I'll say Ramsey Noah with his directing just feels like, you know, he has a good handle on everything that is happening and you know, with how the performances come across and you know, I guess communicating with his team, you know, the cinematographer and everybody and yeah, like it's some something that I admire. Because yeah, in Nollywood, you know things go wrong. You you prepare and you're in the right mental space, but before your eyes, things will just start falling exactly. falling apart. Yeah, so to maintain yeah. for to maintain that um you know organization and for it to you know show on screen, um yeah. What was the name of this movie? Um, Living in Bondage, the remake, like, yeah, that was really special. Like, I think it's the only Nollywood movie. Maybe I've not been paying attention, but, like, the chemistry between, um, again, I don't know the characters. Um, yeah, <laughs> Muna, Munachi and um, Jidekene. Yeah, that was, like, special. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, and worth asking the final seller question which is if um, nollywood is doing really well it's been coming up and uh and it's been showing a lot of progress in 
in the last few years. Um, if there was one thing you think Nollywood could do better at, what would it be? Um, so that we can start with you. I mean, I have a lot of answers, but what, the one I'll go with is um, I would say they should, um, you know, with their stories, they should really like be very open-minded. There's a lot of possibilities. You know, life is very colorful. Um, but, you know, like there are certain Nollywood tropes that we've seen over and over again. And yeah, life is life is out there. Life is very rich, you know, infuse that into like the different aspects um, of your story. It's quite important for writers to, you know, kind of um, be open minded, like to see more, more nuanced, um, exciting characters. And yeah, that can only be captured like from the writing. If it's never on the scripts, it will never show up in the movie. So yeah, I think we should take more time to, you know, develop complex characters because human beings are complex. It's not about black and white. There's like mm. probably a thousand and one shades of grey. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, and uh, for you, blessing, uh, what are the things that you, you? What is the thing if you could, you know, like sort of click it, snap your fingers tomorrow and fix it in Nollywood? What would what would that thing be? Um, I definitely agree with Salah as regards um, story. I feel like we should be more um, open-minded and you know take risks with our, our storylines um, because Nigeria is a very, um, say, colorful <laughs> country. And um, speaking um, figuratively, yeah, it has a lot of um, sides that. A lot of people need to see you know not just nigerians i feel like we should be more we should think more out of the box and that's one of the reasons why i feel like um this recent film Ilewo, was um was worth you know was worth my time because i feel like it showed a part of nigeria that you know it's not really been out there <laughs> you know except like um these um very i don't know how to put it now i'm trying to be very careful with my words but yeah um the quote-unquote juju <laughs> part of yeah nigeria and everything and the diversity the colorfulness and everything it was i feel like it was worth um it was worth it for me so i feel like we should just think more out of the box and be more open-minded with our storylines yeah Okay. Uh, well, thank you uh, both for for doing this. Um, I have to say, as someone who um, I rewatched Finding Idara um, uh, uh, last night, um, just in preparation for this, I thought I was going to do just a couple of a couple of episodes. I ended up doing the whole season, so um, that's just uh, a testament to how much. Really, and you said it before, so world building going on in there, it really does uh, draw you in, um, and I encourage so maybe people to go uh, find it on YouTube. Uh, so then what, what's the, is there, I know like if you type in Finding Dara, I think I had to type in Finding Dara, maybe Nollywood, 
um, for it to come up in the first thing. But like, is there a specific um, specific YouTube page you want people to go to 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 find it? So I think yeah, the fastest way to get there is um, with the Instagram um, Instagram profile, which is um, Placebo Pictures. Yeah, so um, the yes, YouTube that's... channel is there, but I think if you type Placebo Finding Idara, you get it. And um, yeah, final words. Um, yeah, like I like really appreciate um, you know blessing for bringing Idara's character to life, and you know you need to go and watch it to find out whether we ever found Idara. But um, you know she set up this kind of perfect character for season two to continue and you know i really enjoyed that collaboration and i really hope yeah we get the chance to work together in the future yeah Thanks, same goes for me yeah. i really hope we get to work together in the future yeah, yeah. okay all right uh thanks uh guys uh, do you guys want to drop in your uh, socials if people want to follow you guys up and uh Find you where? Where can we find you? We can start with person because if people don't know where to find, so like I don't know how they're listening to this podcast. To be honest. <laughs> okay, uh, you can find me on Instagram, uzero underscore b. That is u z e r o underscore b, and blessing uzero on Twitter and same as Facebook. Yeah. And um, yeah, okay. for for me, on almost every social media platform there is you can find me at Selegot film and yet yeah, that's, that's also a website so dot com <laughs> <laughs> amazing amazing and uh i'm mr c from Eureka critic uh twitter instagram youtube you can find find me there as well um thank yeah. you very much guys and uh back to you we'll be back to normal all right thanks mr c yeah, I always welcome me now. I'm I'm always around. Um uh who knows? Maybe Blessing does help helps write season two. We'll see. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> All right, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. We have come to the end of this episode. Remember to rate and review the podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Selegal Film and the podcast at the Niger Film Pod to share your feedback. You can now support the podcast by visiting the website to donate. See you on the next episode. Have a good one.